Greetings family, greetings from Rome. I am Francesco Basile, the pastor of uh, Equippers Rome and I miss being with you so much. We, uh, I, am, I feel privileged to being able to share with you some of the things that the Lord has been doing in my life and here in Rome, in our church. And I want to thank all the leadership for, for being really a family for us, for being overseer, being friends, being close to us and all of you as a church. Well, as I was praying for this uh, moment with you, I thought about what would be the best thing I could share with my family in New Zealand and all over the world. And if there is something that is in my heart to share with everybody is the fact that we have the privilege of having a relationship, a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. This is the mark of my life. This is the message of my life. This is the heart that uh, pushed me out of bed every morning uh, earlier. This is the, the dream that stays with me even uh, when I'm awake. This is the passion that motivates me to move forward even in the midst of pressure and difficult situation. This is the fire that helps me overcoming all challenges, all uh, moments that sometimes come against us as an individual or as a pastor. This is the the love of my life is to get to know more and more the Holy Spirit. So many people mistaken the fact that they think that uh, having a relationship with the Holy Spirit is the same thing as prayer. But today I want to share with you some of the secrets I learned in being led by the Holy Spirit in my life. And uh, a lot of the victories I've, I've, I've experienced uh, they all go back to those secrets, those uh, mysteries that God has shared with me and I want to share with you. Prayer and participation with the Holy Spirit are two different things. Uh, communicating and communion with the Holy Spirit are two different things. Prayer and power are two different things. And today I want to share it with you. Let's see the first scripture found in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. I'm going to read from the Amplified Bible because I believe it will show us some of the things I'm sharing with you. The Bible says, The grace, the favor, and spiritual blessing of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the presence, the fellowship, the communion, the sharing together, and participation in the Holy Spirit will be with you all. Will be with you all. Presence, fellowship, communion, sharing together, participation. So many amazing words. One of the things I would love to, to reveal to you is this that the relationship with the Holy Spirit doesn't end when we pray, 
It actually starts when we finish praying. Praying is a divine moment, is a divine interruption of our daily routine where we focus on the spiritual, where we set time aside just to be 100% with God, to remove every distraction, to, to really search for those uh, highest places in the spirit and share our heart and pour out our heart. And, and so many times in prayer, we see things, we hear things. In prayer, there is a download from heaven to our heart uh, of the things of God, the plans of God, the visions of God, the will of God. So prayer is an interruption of our daily routine to focus on the spiritual things, to focus on the spiritual realities of God, invisible realities, eternal realities. But fellowship, communion, participation with the Holy Spirit, I discovered in my life, actually starts when I say amen. So in prayer, I give myself to God. I bring my earthly reality and I pour it out in the heavenly. I want in prayer to experience what heaven has for me from earth to heaven. I want to forget about earth. I want to just turn aside and focus on heaven. But when I say amen, all of a sudden I am back to my daily challenges. I am back to my daily routine. I, mean, I am back to my daily assignments. And it is in that very moment that the fellowship, the communion, the participation, the sharing together with the Holy Spirit began. I cannot do the will of God in my own strength. You cannot do the will of God in your own strength. God will never ask you to do something on your own. The desire, the dream of God, the will of God is to do His will with you. He doesn't want you to do it on your own strength, on your own abilities. He is there available for you. How do you realize that? How do you experience that? In developing a relationship with the Holy Spirit. There is another scripture I want you to see again in the book of Acts. And uh, we see it here in Acts chapter 10 in the life of Peter, verse 19. The Bible says that while Peter was still thinking about the vision, he was uh, actually praying on a balcony, and he had a vision of the Lord. The Spirit of God said to him, Simon, three men are looking for you. So get up and go downstairs. Do not hesitate to go with them, for I have sent them. As you grow in your relationship with the Holy Spirit, the first thing that he will lead you to are people. There are people assigned to you by God. There are people that the Lord will divinely connect with you. In this case, he told Peter, I have sent them. You have to go with them. If you know your Bible, you should know 
that in the book of Acts, the Bible in Acts chapter 10 is explaining that Peter was kind of resisting to certain type of people because of religion background, because of tradition. But the Holy Spirit was leading him out of his uh, prejudgment, out of his traditions, out of his own theology. The Holy Spirit wants to lead us into the best God has in mind for us. And in this case, in my first point, to the best people God has in mind for us. But sometimes in order for God to lead us to the right people, he has to disconnect us from the wrong people. So there are holy connection and holy disconnection. And so many times we want to we want God to lead us into our new season, but we want to carry some of the old relationship that we know are limiting us, we know are wrong for us, we know are, will not allow us to move forward. But when the Holy Spirit speaks, He will lead you to the right people. He will connect with these people, but they will also disconnect with some other people. I want to share with you one of my experience in this. When I was uh, younger, I was pastoring a smaller church. It was a denominational church. And uh, the church was actually growing quickly. And uh, a lot of great things uh, were happening in that church to the point that uh, I got to know the leader of an amazing movement from the UK who came to visit me in that city and offered me to become the senior leader of their movement in Italy. They came with a contract for two years. They wanted me to sign a contract of a certain amount of money that they would give to me personally, and they promised also to give me money to support the church and the project and the future project that they were having. Meanwhile, I also met in London in one of the gatherings, the amazing Bruce Monk. And uh, as I was there in London, we had a little time together and conversations together. And there was something that Pastor Bruce shared with me that really God used to shift my heart. And Bruce told me, Francesco, you have an apostolic call. That's why you are starting and planting here and there small things. I previously started, before meeting Bruce Monk, a couple of smaller church in uh, Italy and also overseas. And, and so I was sharing with Pastor Bruce all this. And then he told me, there is uh, this apostolic seed in you. But yet the environment where you are in is limiting you in your call, in your grace, because they don't recognize that grace on you. Anyway, a long story short, I was praying on the beach. I have these people now in my church, in my previous church I was pastoring. And then I had also those words by Pastor Bruce Monk in my heart. He didn't promise any money. He didn't promise any contract. He didn't promise any church. He just told me, I believe, Francesco, there is something greater in you. And if you come in New Zealand and you spend some time 
with us, you will learn from my son and many others how to grow a church. Anyway, I was on the beach and I was praying, Lord, what should I do with these people? They are offering me an amazing job. They are offering me a contract. I was living by faith in those days. I had uh, a child and I had a family and uh, those money were important. Even the, the project that they showed me was amazing. But yet in my heart, I knew that some, God had something in mind differently for me. I knew that those words spoken by Pastor Bruce were relevant and important. And as I was praying on that beach in that city, I remember the Lord speaking to my heart, the Holy Spirit speaking to my heart, as well as he spoke to Peter in Acts chapter 10 when he told him, go with these people because I have sent them. The Holy Spirit spoke to my heart and said, Francesco, I have sent Bruce Monk into your life to teach you how to be an apostle. Those words were kind of painful because I had those people waiting for me in my church. They spent a few days there in that city. They were waiting for an answer. But now the Holy Spirit spoke to me and his direction was clear. There was uh, no promise attached to it. There was no plan. There was no provision attached to it. There was a word from the Lord. And we need to learn that we need to be led by the Spirit. We cannot do church in our own strength or ministry in our own strength or life in our own strength. The Holy Spirit wants to lead us into the best God has in mind for us. Anyway, I disconnected with these people. I turned them down and I told them I cannot accept this. I am grateful, I'm thankful, but I cannot accept. I, I can confess that that night I didn't sleep. So many thoughts came in my mind. So many thoughts of, uh, I'm stupid. What did I just do? Am I crazy? The Lord was sending me the blessing and I said, no, for what? But, you know, throughout the years now, looking back, having seen the end of the Lord on Equippers Rome, multi-campus now, with hundreds of people coming every week, with thousands of people influenced through the online church every week, and the miracles, and, and all the things that happened in the Equippers Church here in Rome, I can only say it was that sentence on that beach that day that said, Francesco, the Holy Spirit, whisper in my heart, Francesco, I have sent Bruce Monk into your life to teach you how to be an apostle, to teach you how to do this. The Holy Spirit will always lead you to the right people, holy connection and holy disconnection, and the Holy Spirit, number two, will lead you into the right places. There are places assigned to you by God. There are places that God has ordained for you to go. And as you go there, as you go where God has ordained you, where God has revealed to you in, by your relationship with, your, with the Holy Spirit, you will find that there are miracles there with your name on it waiting for you. 
Many times people tell me, oh, how could you do this? How you and your team, you could accomplish this in such a short time? In Italy, it's unusual to see the results that we are seeing here in Equippers. And, and, and I tell, the, tell them all the time, and I want to tell you, when you listen to the Holy Spirit, he will make you look smart. Let's see how the Holy Spirit led, in this case, Philip into the right place for a divine appointment. And it's found in Acts chapter 8 from verse 26. The Bible says that now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out and on his way he met an Ethiopian. Verse 28, and on his way home, this Ethiopian was sitting in his chariot, reading the book of Isaiah, the prophet. And the Spirit of the Lord told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. We see here that Philip was experiencing an amazing revival in Samaria. If you read the, the chapter 8 of the book of Acts, you will see in the very first verses that he was experiencing an amazing revival in Samaria. Signs and wonders and miracles. The Lord led him there, led him there. But then all of a sudden, without explanation, without a logic, an angel of the Lord appears to Philip and he tells him, go to this place, go to this Street. Sometimes, as we are led by the Holy Spirit, He will tell us things that will not make sense to our logic. He will send us in places that there is no reason for us to go. If I was in Philip's place, I could say, Lord, come on, we have a revival here. Lord, I'm needed here. Lord, I've been praying all my life for this. I don't want to go in a desert street or road. I don't want to go somewhere else. I want to stay here. But when we listen to the Holy Spirit, we will step into people and places that are out of our reach, out of our logic, out of our understanding. God will always lead you with His logic. Our logic is earthly, is limited, is weak. Is logic, the logos of God, the mind of God, the, the, the way God sees things is far higher than ours. And as we step and dare to step according to His direction, we will discover that there are amazing people and amazing places ready for us. In my life, I have discovered that as I moved into the place assigned to me by God, even though I don't understand or I didn't understand, even though it was out of my comprehension, I have experienced miracles after miracles after miracles. I can tell you a story. As I was pastoring the previous church, that was my first church. I was newly married. We had no provision. The church was broke, was small, and everybody there, a few people, were depressed. You can imagine what a scenario. And that was a challenge that I didn't want to accept 
the leader of uh, the previous movement I was part, they asked me to take over the church so that I could, in a way, help them out. Anyway, I didn't want to go. But as I prayed, I felt the Holy Spirit laying on my heart to leave my new house. We were just newly married, so we refurnished a house. It was actually a new house. It was beautiful and amazing. And after two months, the Holy Spirit is now asking me and my wife to move from our own city and our own house and go and pastor a small, depressed, discontent kind of church that I didn't want to pastor. I was into the traveling ministry in those days and I was quite successful and uh, things were going well. I didn't want to stop to pastor a small church. But the Holy Spirit will always lead us into places uh, that we that will not make sense for us, will not understand fully, but the reason why he wants to lead us there, because God wants us to learn to depend on him. He wants us to learn to embrace the process. He wants us to learn to trust him even when we don't understand. In fact, so many people miss the promises of God because they don't want to embrace the process of God. But I can tell you I was with no provision. I was with really no energy, no desire to go there. But the very first Sunday, I was almost in tears because I had accepted that challenge. But I knew it was from the Lord. And so I prepared my first sermon and I did it my best way. And I preached it with all my heart. I put my heart out in that little church. And little did I knew that in that church, for that day only, there was a businessman that heard me preach. And he invited me at the end of the meeting. He gave me his business card and he said, I want to see you tomorrow in my office. The Lord laid something in my heart for you. I went in his office and he told me, Francesco, I was called to preach like you are, but I never obeyed the Lord. I always focused on money. I wanted to do, to be successful in business. And I did it. I am very successful and I am rich. But I want you to stay on this lane. I want you to keep preaching. And if there is anything I can do for you. And we, I shared with him the fact that I just... Uh, got this church that I stepped out in faith and I was praying for God to provide. And from that day on until the day that I left that church after a few years, that man with his family paid fully my salary, never coming back to that church anymore, never asking me for anything back, but he paid a full salary for almost three years for me and my family. I learned something with God. He has people for you that he wants to lead you to. He has places for you he wants you to go to. And he has provision for you. He wants to unfold. He wants to reveal. He wants to, to give. And so many times we miss the amazing miracles of God. We miss the amazing provision and places and people that God has for us.
because we are not ready to obey. We are resistant to his voice. We are not realizing that there is a time to pray and then there is a time to partnership. There is a time to pray and then there is a time to power. There is a time to pray and then there is a time to go and say and move and act and obey. There are maybe churches in you. There are maybe dreams in you. There are things that you need to release on earth. One time I was listening to a great man of God by the name Miles Moreau and he told in his message, the wealthiest places on earth are not the underground of the South Africa where the diamonds are, are not the the oil and petrol uh, undergrounds that are in Canada or in the U.S. are not the gold mine in South America. He said the wealthiest grounds and places on earth are the cemeteries because in the cemeteries there are people that have carried within themselves churches that God had called them to plant and never planted, music that God had called them to release that never released it, books that God called them to write that never wrote, businesses to start, movements. I wonder what is in your heart and in your life that God has given you that you have to release on earth before, before you die, before you go. The Holy Spirit wants to help you to release everything. Jesus, when he was on the cross, he didn't say, I am finished. He said, it is finished. He was not finished, but his mission was finished. Through his relationship with the Holy Spirit, he released salvation for all humanity. He released the Spirit of the Lord upon all flesh. He released gifts and talents and dreams, purposes for me and you. And my prayer today is that this message may inspire you to listen to the Holy Spirit, to step out, to allow him to lead you to the right people, Allow him to lead you to the right places. Allow him to lead you to the provision he has ordained for you. In the book of 1 Kings, chapter 17, the Lord spoke to Elijah and he told him, Go there, go to Kerit, because there I have ordained the, the birds, I have ordained the ravens, to bring you meat and there there is water even in the midst of dryer and when he went there when he obeyed he found the provision of the Lord there is something amazing waiting for you there is something amazing waiting for me and you and as a whippers movement I believe our greatest days are ahead of us 
Father, I pray for my family all over the world and I pray, Lord, for your anointing to be imparted. I pray for your uh, really fellowship new in a new way, a new level to come upon them that their eyes may be open to see the riches of your call, the wonders of your fellowship. In Jesus' mighty name.